Welcome to another episode of Meta Athletes Playbook, where we bring our coaches' insights directly to our community. And uh, B, I see you got your your beanie on, your Coach B beanie. Man, it's been getting cold. What What is it in Connecticut right now? Yeah, I think it's uh, this morning it's 35, but yesterday morning it was 29 degrees. And uh, we, I don't know, it's rained a lot. It's rained a lot in New England this fall, and um, both my kids play fall baseball. And so... It's been extremely cold. Like fall baseball was supposed to end last week, but because all the rain delays and rain outs, I'm getting pushed into this week. So last oh, night, wow. yeah, last night could have been a really long night in the cold, but my uh, my daughter's team didn't make it too far. But we weathered a storm. But my son plays on Saturday night at uh, at eight o'clock. So we haven't checked the weather report just quite yet, but we'll see. We'll but see it's how pretty much turned the corner, is. right? For you, oh, yeah. Connecticut, it's pretty much like now. From now on, it's it's gonna be like this, right? Well, there was a frost, right? There's a when you know there's a frost coming, like you know, like it, it turn turn the heat on, layer up. It's gonna be uh, winter is coming. Definitely, yeah. I saw I saw your beanie. It was like, man, I just you guys. I know a couple of people met athletes up in like New Hampshire, Connecticut, New York, and I just know that it's like this is the time of year where it just like it gets real extreme really quickly. Um, surprisingly, same in Virginia, but sometimes Virginia weather is really weird. We'll have like a It'll be like seventy five, and the next day it'll be like thirty. But um, but <laughs> yeah, B today today's conversation, uh, you brought up a really good um, just a more of like a guideline, a principle, something that um, I think people can start adopting. Uh, whether they do it naturally and they just need something to kind of keep them accountable and, and keep them you know on board, or if it's something that's like somebody realizes that this is something that they may need to implement in their lives, and it's this concept, this five hour rule of yeah. um, really leaning into one hour professional development tactic lesson and resource uh for every day of the week and so first i'm curious where you heard it where you came across it and then maybe you can give us a little bit more context on um why this why you think this is significant yeah i think uh well first i'll, I'll tell a story about like where i heard it from so it's a story of uh of, of thomas edison and we we know what thomas edison has done with electricity and, and his uh and how much of an impact he's had on uh you know everything we experience right in our daily lives right now but it was um it was a story about how um when he was young i don't remember how old he was but he would um he would work on the railway and he would sell newspapers magazines cigars and candy and passengers all to, to and that kind of stuff but it would take him three hours to get from his hometown in michigan to detroit and right? and that's where he would work and um, he not only used that time to be able to make money, but he, he ended up going to the Detroit Public Library when he would get there. And, you know, he would, you know, rent out books. and But he devoured everything. And, and on that three-hour train ride every day and back, like, he devoured journals, magazines, scientific papers, like, and, and a variety of topics, too, like things on electricity, chemistry, engineering, mechanics, railroads, automobiles, power, philosophy, music, mining, metal like you name it um and and it 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 was not only just this passion or thirst for learning but it's uh it's this ability to 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 kind of branch out right and try to learn about things that may not pertain to your daily life but gives you a breadth of understanding of of so many different topics around the world and um and things that are happening and things that might apply to you at one day but this passion for learning came from his mother and um it's this it's this concept of five-hour rule. This is where I first heard it from. But it's not only about just reading for an hour a day, but it's really about investing in yourself and investing in some sort of professional development 
every single day. And it could be just practicing skills. It could be speaking. It could be having right. conversations. It could be sharing. Um, and it's this, and I know like I get in ruts. Like I, I admit, like I was recently in a rut where, um, you know, between work and family schedules were running around and I don't usually get that. I didn't get the time to, to sit and read like I normally would. But recently I made more of a concerted effort. I found a good book. Like that was the big thing. I found a good book. Yeah to um, really dive into. And it was interesting what happened. It's like I started with the book and then when I would drive my kids to school or anytime we were in the car, instead of listening to music, I'd throw on a podcast. And so that was like another moment and another opportunity to to try to get better or learn something else. And I'd listen to different podcasts. And I listened to my podcast at 1.5 so I can kind of cr crush them a little bit quicker than, in, you know, if, it, if a podcast was an hour, I'd be able to finish it in like 45 minutes. Right. So... Um, I'd be, I'd be crushed podcasts. And then I started to recognize like the depth of the conversations that I would have with, um, peers, uh, other parents, uh, the athletes that I see on a day-to-day -day basis, you, like just other people within the community would start to, it improve a little bit more. You know what I mean? Because I was investing in myself and maybe I was gaining information, something that, um, I didn't, I didn't know before, or it reinforced some of the things I believed in just a little bit better. So I was able to right. share information and I was able to have just quality depth of conversations, but it was all coming back to the self-awareness of recognizing like, Hey, you know what? I need to buckle down. I need to read just a little bit more. Um, but it was, uh, it's been, it's been something that I've tried to practice throughout my, throughout my life, but it's something that, uh, it's even a little bit more important now as you get older. And there's so many things around the world that are happening, uh, that I think we should all kind of just educate ourselves a little bit about uh, absolutely, and there's um, there's so many good points there. I think what's what's most interesting about the you know getting into this mode of learning is it almost is like a I don't it's almost like a dopamine hit, and like yeah, yeah. I, you think of you think of people like who are like avid book readers, like they're so they're so interested in buying more and more books and having you know. And I think what's interesting though is um, you mentioned like maybe you slow down on reading. But I'm sure there's other things you're doing, right? Like you mentioned, like podcasts. You mentioned, you know, getting into maybe maybe some like longer form YouTube videos. Um, I find myself uh, a lot of times if I'm not getting into that, I I also I'm very like seasonal like you too. Like I get yeah. I'll read like three books back to back and then I, I won't read for like a month. And but when I'm not reading, there's there's something right. Whether it's um, trying to to meet people that are experts yeah. on topics to to try to chat with them. Um, like I'll be, I'll be sitting in my bed and instead of scrolling social, I'll be like watching this unlisted YouTube video of, you know, some entrepreneur that is putting out a course, but I was able to find a back way, you know, to, to basically watch this course without having to go through it. Cause what's most fascinating, I, didn't, I don't think a lot of people understand this, but like when people are authors, thought leaders, uh, you know, experts in their field and they're on social and they're, they're you know, trying to develop their authority on, on social media. They typically have to give away some of their best stuff for free just to get yeah. people to to know them and to realize that they're an authority. And so, a lot of people are kind of like held back from like, I don't want to pay for this five hundred dollar course, or maybe they don't even want to pay for the books and things like that. It's like there's so much that you can find that's that's out there for no cost because these people have to build trust and build authority. So, you know, there's um these last couple of weeks I've been diving into, um, like Ty Lopez, for example, Ty oh, Lopez yeah. is a guy who's made you know hundreds of millions in online courses and online education. And people think that he's a scam and you know and and all these things, right? But ultimately, 
there's a lot of content out there that he's put out, whether it's podcasts, YouTube, um, that is of quality, if not even the same as a paid course, right? But the paid course has this this feeling of like accountability for I'm gonna make this investment. This is gonna force me to to watch and, and learn this information. But um what I've been coming across is I've been able to find his course material just out there online for free, or maybe, you know, he put it out there as a teaser, but it still exists out there. Right. So there's all these like different opportunities that I've found, but I do find myself kind of tapping into this five hour rule without really even thinking about it because, um, I always have something like loaded, right? Like I have have one of your podcasts loaded for today and it's probably going to be about 45 minutes to an hour. Right. But um, when I'm walking the dog, if I'm doing a, yeah. you know, maybe like a menial task or maybe I'm hopping in the sauna or the ice tub, like I always have something on, right? So um, it's something that for me has been, I think when I think back and reflect on why I do this is one, dude, I'm just so like interested in, in growing and developing as either a marketer um, or or maybe it's for my own personal health. But I've also realized that it's extremely valuable to other people. And I think that that's what, without even really thinking about it, that's another big driving factor for me because I remember when we were reading uh, Simon Sinek as a group and I was like going through that, you know, two chapters at a time, taking notes, kind of some of the stuff that we have in our notes right now is that, you know, how do we, how do we dissect and really retain this information? Um, I found myself just like you in conversation, bringing the stuff up. Yeah. People finding extreme value, from, like, like life changing value from it. Right. And so it's always a great feeling for us to be able to be that share of knowledge, but also um, to introduce like, Hey, you know, I'm sharing this stuff with you, but really I just, I just learned this and I just read this and it just clicked for me in my head, you know, when I, when I was reading this book and then you share the book and that's a whole nother set of values to, to be able to share with somebody. It's not just, you know, what we derive from it, but also, Hey, you know, this is what I learned it from. Maybe you should take some time to, to go through and read this. Right. So, um, for five hours a week, you know, it sounds like a good chunk of time, but really if you're, you know, dog walks, especially morning and, and um, afternoon commutes. If you're driving 20, 30 minutes, um, instead of radio, instead of music, you know, to have a, a podcast or something that you're. And it, I think what's interesting, B, is, is also doesn't have to be specifically for what you do, right? Like, no. like you're not listening to podcasts on just straight training. Although I'm sure you do a ton of continuous learning in, in your field. Um, there's just so much that you can, whether it's you know how to how to be a better podcast or speaker. Uh, um, how to leverage social media a little bit more effectively. Um, there's so many different things that we've learned. And um, one of the one of the big factors that was really, for my career, which was huge, was um, I started listening to Gary Vee while I was an employee at an agency. And by listening to Gary Vee, it just gave me the confidence and, and the, the foundation to go and take on entrepreneurship myself, right? So for me, reading like two or three Gary Vee books was was critical and I would do it on commutes. I had an hour commute there, an hour commute back. And so I was I was crushing Gary Vee books. Uh, I listened to it multiple times. And then one day it just hit me. It was like, you know, he just basically gave, gave me this playbook of what was needed. And I realized that it, was, it wasn't as complicated as I thought, right? Yeah, yeah. He kind of like, he speaks in a way that makes you realize that you just need to focus on the basics and the foundations and, you know, not to get, uh, make, not to make it too overcomplicated. And I really took that playbook from, you know, his how to take your passions and turn it into a career type of language and uh, was able to do it myself, right? And if I was not reading Gary Vee or if I was not paying attention to him, I probably would have worked at this agency for a few more years, right? So it's uh, it's fascinating to, to to go back and reflect on how this, this um, hour a day uh, practice 
really, you know, put me on a different career trajectory. Um, and those are things that you don't really think about until you, you know, like when you sent me this conversation, I was trying to think back of like how this personal development really affected me. Well, it led me to be an entrepreneur two years yeah. after I graduated college. And so to me, that was life-changing, right? So, um, you know, things like that really make you sit back and realize that, um, you know, these practices are not just, uh, you know, a menial task or you might pick up like a fun fact here and there. It's something that could really put you on a, a totally different career trajectory or life, you know, life change, right? So is that something that you've experienced, um, you know, through through your practice of professional development? Yeah, I think it's and one thing I do want to say is like uh, whenever you hear the word rule, it's it's sometimes uh, like hard and fast and um, something that's maybe sometimes unattainable, like because rules are meant to be broken, right? Like it's right. it's I would never want to think if anybody listens to this and say you have to do this. Like how about we just change it to a guideline, right? Like think about right. think about the five hours as a guideline. So for every work day that you have, like you try to invest into yourself for an hour and maybe it doesn't have to be for an hour straight. If you're not able to find that time, like try to figure out what time you can do. And maybe it's, maybe it's 10 to 20 minute sessions. Like we talked about, like we gave great examples about like walking your dog, driving to school, um, on your commute to work back and forth. And, and if you're doing yard work, you're mowing the lawn, try to figure right. out, find some time where you can, where you can invest in yourself. But I, I, I have, I like, I've, um, I remember reading, um, some books when I was an intern and, uh, one of them that's a couple of them stood out. Like one is Siddhartha. Um, another one is way the peaceful warrior. And then another one was, um, shoot, why can't I think of it right now? Um, way the peaceful warrior, Siddhartha. And there's another one. I, it might come to my head, right? You're gonna have and, to put uh, it back into the lineup and and re-listen or, or oh my god! That well, I read it at that time. The audio books weren't out. That's how old I am. True. I love it. It was. I was definitely. Uh, I was definitely reading it. But anyway, um, it shaped kind of my philosophy. It, it was a Bruce Lee book, um, Way of the Warrior, um, or The Warrior Within. That's what it was. Hmm. And it kind of shaped how I looked at uh, coaching. And uh, you can throw it in John Wooden's principles book and at that time too. But uh, I was in a current mode where a lot of what I was doing from a coaching standpoint was focusing on sets, reps, exercise, physiology, right. anatomy, physiology, all these, all these really, really important things. Um, and I started to come to the realization it's not about like only the things that I know, but how do I get other people to do the things that I would, that I want them to do? And how do I get them to value to do the exercises um, not just to do them, but to do them with a certain intent so they can actually improve themselves. And um, trying to understand the psychology of coaching and try to understand the mindset um, and try to understand things from a more of a holistic global perspective really impacted the way I coach. Right. And those are the types of things that I got from the, from from those books um, because it was so different. It was outside of the realm of of training and exercising and conditioning. It was just a completely different perspective. Well, it's it's like um, when you were when you were speaking, it was almost less about coaching, more more seemed like about leadership, right? And so, yeah. getting away from like the technical technical aspects of of your responsibility and um, tapping more into leadership. And so, one of the things that I thought about. When I when you had presented this rule to me in text, I was thinking, you know, I just came across this video from Ryan Pineda, former yep. baseball player, big time real estate mogul, but now he's like huge in social media. His personal brand is really blowing up. 
and um, he did this video, and it kind of reminded me of like a Theory of You video too. But you know, Ryan was basically saying, when I do content, when I create content, I'm not just regurgitating something that I hear, but it's it comes from a level of experience, right? Mm -hmm. It comes from I've done this before, and now I want to show you what is the quick and easy way. And, and Gary Vee always talks about, he's like, when I go on stage, when I do content, when I do podcasts, interviews, I don't speak on anything I, I haven't done or I don't know. Like I'll just, I'll either avoid the topic or I'll straight up say, hey, I'm not knowledgeable on this topic, right? And so I think in just in your life, of course, experiencing and doing it yourself is going to be a high level of understanding and, and comprehension. Um, you'll have uh, a good depth of knowledge by experiencing, but I think the second best thing is to be able to read people that have have had that experience, right? So um, when, you, when I think of leadership, I mean, I'm man, growing up and still to this day, like my dad has like a bookshelf full of just books on leadership, like mm. former presidents, books on presidents, um, military leaders, business leaders. I mean, literally like shelves full of leadership books. And my dad was a leader in the military and the army. And then of course, into, um, you know, working more in the, in the corporate world. But I just remember always thinking, and he would always refer back to these books on leadership and he would talk about the great leaders, right? So um, it's one of those things where, you know, you're going to have a certain amount of time to experience, do, and 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 really kind of take on, you know, these items in real life while you're, what profession, coaching, whatever it might be. But the second best thing you can do is to learn from the people that have done it, right? Like, almost like this, this mentorship conversation that we always have. And, um, that's what I've learned so much is like, whether it's, you know, when somebody puts out a book, this is something that you and I've talked about, but like, they're going to put their best foot forward. So they're going to put literally their best stories, their best examples, their best case studies. And that's why I love about books is like, you can literally learn so much in just a short period of time from somebody's lifetime worth of experience. But um, I think the same happens in podcasts, you know, like when yeah. people show up for a podcast, like they want to put their best foot forward and they want to yeah. share their best stuff. And to me, it's crazy to think, you know, this is where it really hit me the other day. I was speaking to a client. I definitely won't bring it up and bring up their name, but um, they're the marketing arm of this new client that we brought on. And, um, you know, we had some in-person time with them and I was like, hey man, like, what are you, you know, trying to connect with them a little more. What do you do to read or what podcasts you listen to to kind of keep yourself, um, you know, really strong in the world of marketing? Yeah. And he's like, I don't. He's like, I just, I scroll on social and, and I try to find trends on social. And so what it basically told me is like, this guy has almost no foundation of like the principles of what we're like, what we're trying to accomplish. And for me, it showed me two things. It's like, the first thing is like, it's kind of be tough to connect with this person on core marketing concepts that we think about when we work with clients because he, there is no foundation. Yeah. And the second thing is, how is this guy going to improve marketing at this company if he's not doing it? properly. So he's not experiencing it in his real life. And then secondly, he's not learning from people that have done it um, successfully in the past. Yeah. Right. And so those are the two things I was thinking about. I was like, you know, but for us, it was perfect because like they're a perfect client, right? They, they don't really yeah. have, they don't have much of a foundation. Plus they don't have, you know, like we can come in and basically do a lot of great work for this client. So it's on one hand, it's awesome, but I just couldn't help but to think, if I'm put in this role, why am I not trying to set myself up for success by continuously learning about this and, and understanding um, the playbook from other people? Yeah. And it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't his mentality. He was just kind of day by day. He might see something cool on social and think like, oh, this would be great for the brand. But the thing is like nothing's being executed and nothing's being learned. And so um, we come in and literally within two weeks, you know, 
a lot of decisions were being made just because we we're like, hey, just so you know, like if we push this out any longer, it might take another two or three months just because we're speaking from experience, right? And so now their team's like, oh, we, we need to push this forward and make a decision now, right? This is something that just happened yesterday. And this conversation that we're talking about, it's it's because I'm able to speak from experience and also able mm-hmm. to speak from what I'm learning on a on a daily basis because yeah. every single day I'm listening to a marketing podcast or a book. And um, so it, it just makes you realize how valuable you can be, not for your, your own self and your own future, but the people around you. And for us, clients, right? So um, if they're not investing the time to, to understand these things at a high level, well, we are, and that makes us valuable. And that's why you, you would pay us and hire us and, and partner with us for a long period of time, right? It's because we'll continue to learn and grow. Um, and that's, so for- that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, right? Like for Frizz, like I know you, like you want to get better. You want to grow. You want to learn similar to me. But at some point, if we're just consuming this information and we're not sharing it right. as knowledge, then we're not going to have an impact. You know what I mean? And that's what, like that's what I think this the depth of this conversation should be about is really if you value having an impact on other people, and that could be your spouse, it could be your your kids, it could right. be the people that you work with. If you value the impact that you're you're going to be able to have, then you should you should find ways to continuously invest in yourself. Yeah, right. Because the only the, the biggest asset that we have is time, and so it's up to us to decide what we how we invest that time and what we decide to do with that time. Yep. Um, and so I think it's, it's some of this is connecting dots, like through this conversation, right? I think we're connecting some dots here, but the biggest thing is, is, is we all have this ability to impact and influence. And we, we're all in relationships and we're all on different teams, regardless of uh, if it's a competitive team or if it's a work-related team or if it's your family team, like we're, you're always going to be in a group and you always got to work with people. So why not try to make the depth of those conversations of the depth and that impact as strong as you can? And it all Absolutely. comes down to like right, the personal investment. And, you, and hopefully that marketing guy that you're working with realize that he might not, he might not right away, but hopefully he does. Is that it's, it's yeah, even better? Yeah, look. So that day, you know, that day I found out he wasn't really you know diving into anything. I sent him a couple of books, and I was just like, hey, dude, like these are some good places to start. Whether he chooses to to dive into those, and I probably to be honest, he probably won't. But maybe one day goes by, he's just like, you know what? Like it clicks and hey, Drew sent me this audio book. I'm going to tune into it. Um, it reminds me of, man, my dad is, My dad was always like such a um, strong proponent of just continuous learning, right? So all these books that you and I talk about and I'm, I'm how to, you know, how to win friends, influence yeah. people, uh, think and grow rich, like all these books that I, I love so much, I was sleeping on them for like the first yeah. 25 years of my life. But since the age of 14, my dad has, he would buy it for like my birthdays, for Christmas. He would always put it in front of me and be like, hey, you know, did you read that book? Or right. I see it's on your desk. I never read it. And dude, the the minute I did, like when it switched for me, and, you know, that old saying of like, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yes, yeah. Man, it really appeared for me. And so I think another thing too, B, is like, you know, not being forceful for other people to do it, but like, hey, let's present this information. And when they're ready, um, that impact could be a year from now, right? It could be six months from now or even a week from now. But um, I felt like I was doing it injustice by not sharing some of the resources that were influential for me. And yeah, one day, or maybe, maybe he never will read it. I don't know. But I think presenting that is, is so significant for your circle and the people around you. Um, but in our case, you know, if they choose to never invest into it, it's just a service that they will have to continue to outsource mm-hmm. and and, you know, pay a premium for. 
which is not a bad thing for us. But I think the the level of understanding also makes it, and the conversation that you and I had last week on you know client understanding and and you know deriving value. I think there is you know big significance into it. But um, but yeah, I completely agree. I think the impact that it makes is also a driving yeah. factor, whether it's like top of mind or not. Um, you know, our our friend Carl Pally. Yep. He every single conversation I've ever had with him, he quotes the book and then he'll refer back to the book. And to me, it's it's just fascinating because his ability to retain this information and connect it to whatever conversation he's having. But it also tells me that this is something that the five hour rule is probably something that he's yeah. built into a schedule. Um, if you listen to a Ty Lopez, um, you know, YouTube or interview. Every sing, almost every answer he has, it actually refers back to some type of literature or some type of office. And um, it's just crazy to think about, but um, it just it, it just showcases that you know these people get to where they are and they find a certain level of success and value and impact from their ability to continuously learn. Right. So I think that that's where you know this conversation really comes into play and ties ties in together. But um, if B, if nobody does like if they don't do anything. What do you think is like, I think you mentioned um, before, like the first thing is trying to find out your learning style, right? Is, is Would you say that's the first thing that people should try to figure out when they want to dive into this? Yeah. I, I, well, I think the first thing is, is they got to figure out why, right? Like, why? If they, yeah. I think they got to figure out why they want to learn about something where, you know, um, is it work related? Is it not work related? Is it is it something that's happening with you know around the world, around the country? What are you trying to educate yourself right. about? You know, so I think that's the first thing is is why do you want to learn about this? Um, I think that's the first thing you'd be able to answer, and then how right? How do you best consume information? Like because that's what it is is right. You're gaining information or. You know, if you decide to follow certain people on on socials, it you're going to get their opinions, right? right? And some some of it might be factual, some might be non factual, but just understand um, with the medium that you're going to consume. Um, is it is it research? Is it opinion? Is it an article? Is it a video? Like, just understand that, and then you got to figure out well how do you best retain that information? Is it are you a visual learner? Like, do you like to watch YouTube videos? There's fantastic content that's being put out on YouTube right. with different types of um, graphics that help people retain books. Like I know I have this app called Imprint, um, it, which really it breaks down books and you can consume them within five to 15 minutes. It right. basically takes down, uh, it breaks down books that might be three, 400 pages and it, it makes them easily consumable, but it's all done with these graphics and different infographics and different images, uh, you can save them. It's great. It's a it's a it's a great app, and I it's you know I'm I'm not I'm not part of it at all. I'm just I I think it's a really good app though. It's 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 called Imprint, um, but I've found that that book works really well for me with some difficult concepts. I've read the book, but then I reread it on Imprint, and then some of the take home messages are that much stronger. Yeah. Um, and then, or you're, you know, do you, do you retain information from reading? Like that's another way to learn too. Or do you learn best from hearing other people and seeing it live, right? Do you need yeah. to go to conferences? Do you need to go visit people? Like I know, you know, that I've got um, coaches in my network, in my circle, they'll make an effort and they make a concerted effort every summer. If they don't have groups and teams around, they go do site tours and like, that's how mm -hmm. they best learn. And, um, sometimes that like, that's the best way they learn and the, the best way they return information. But there's so many 
mediums on how to con- consume information now between podcasts, between books, between um, you know, reading on a, a reading on an iPad, reading on your phone, um, right. videos. There's just so many ways to consume information. Sometimes it can be overwhelming because you don't know yeah. where to go. I think that's where having a good a good circle of, of people around you and that you trust to help give you recommendations. Like, yeah, yeah like we, we did a spaces way back, probably a couple of years now. And uh, remember, we shared books and yep. the book that I shared was Shopwood Carry Water, right? And Man, it, what an impact! Yeah, and it's it's impacted a lot of people with it within our community that have read it, um, and it continues to. And you found Kyle Kuzma, <laughs> dude, it's crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, what a what a shout out by him on that book. Yeah. He put it on there. Um, but yeah, I think that's exact, the biggest thing is figure out why. Why do you want to learn about a certain topic? Like I can share like uh, it, uh, one of the things I've been getting into more recently is just the presidential election. You know, it's something in politics and it's something like I've never really been interested in before. But I think it's going to have a massive impact upon my children, right? Because it's a little bit more relevant for me right now. So I'm making more of a concerted effort to try to educate myself in those realms. So watching videos, reading different articles, following different people, um, just to base, educate myself. So that's my why, right, in regards to trying to learn about politics a little bit more and about right. uh, different topics and, and where people's stances are. Um, so that's my why there. And then how, it's it's really just reading articles, watching videos, listening to debates, watching, uh, you know, just watching different things that are out there. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing, first and foremost, is figure out why you want to learn something. And then and the next thing, you figure out how you're going to do it and then decide when you're going to do it mm-hmm. and then start to put it in action then. Yeah, I think it's a great way to end the episode because, I mean, that simple tactic of, I think you also mentioned something that was interesting. It's like it can be kind of overwhelming when you kind of put yourself in this realm. Yeah. Now you have like three books, four podcasts, yeah. all these things piling up, right? But what um, the, the why and then how type of um, you know process I think the why also will help you prioritize which ones you want to dive into, right? Because yeah. I kind of find myself like, man, yeah, th- this book just got recommended. Um, these two podcasts just came out. You know, what am I going to do today? And then I go back to, well, why do I want to learn? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? I, I think this one is more significant for my why. And then it becomes an easy choice. Like I'm choosing this resource, right? So the the why factor I think is really important um, because it, it allows you to prioritize and and kind of zone in and dial in for you know which resource you want to put yourself in front of you know first but um, yeah great episode B uh, stay warm I know fall ball it's gonna be yeah. rough but uh, one more yeah plan. good luck with with all of that and um, yeah I look forward to the next episode thanks everybody for tuning in talk to everybody next week thanks Drew.